Jared Vitato will bat for the Blue Raiders here in the bottom of the six. 5-2 Fairfield. Jared getting the start today as the designated hitter. A strikeout and a ground out in two times up. Hits from the left side. First pitch, strike called on the outside corner. Jake Mamoli on for Fairfield came into the game in the fifth inning after the starter call on McVeigh went five, four. Ball bounce foul here by Jarrett. Five runs, seven hits for the Stags. Two runs, five hits for the Blue Raiders to this point. Fastball sails way high. Ball one and strike two. Outfield straight away for this left-hand batter. He hits a soft liner to left, and it's going to hang up just enough to be caught by the left fielder, Watson. Jared making a bid for a single to left field, but hit it. Can't say hit it too hard. He hit it very well, but uh, just uh, enough to get out and get caught. So one out. J.T. Mabry the batter. J.T. has reached on an error and grounded out in two times up. Got a stolen base back in the second inning. Takes a strike. One strike delivery and strike two on the inside corner. 0-2 oh on the Blue Raider second baseman. Gabe Jennings will hit next here in this sixth inning. Two strikes, check swing and a ball in the dirt. So it's one and two. Fairfield with three home runs in this game. And they have counted for four of their five runs. Pitch up and in. And that's a ball, two and two. JT, one of the captains on the team. Jaden Ham is the other. It's a smash, one hop, knocked down by Ferrara. His throw will not be in time at first base, and Mabry is aboard. He sizzled that one to shortstop. That's the kind of play I'm glad I'm, I'm not an official scorer on because it would be hard. You could go either way. And we'll just see how it, it works out. In this case, it goes the way of the error, E6. You know, that, say, that's, that's a tough call to make and not really one I would argue with. Nor if it had been... A base hit, I wouldn't have argued with that either. Gabe Jennings, the batter. Swing and a bouncer foul into the Blue Raider dugout on the third base side. Gabe ripped a double into the left field corner his last time up and was the first Blue Raider to cross the plate today. He was part of that two run fifth inning. Snyder the double to score Gabe, and then Brett Coker the 
Base hit to score Snyder. Throw to first, JT back. Another throw to first. So a 5-2 Fairfield lead here in the sixth inning, bottom of the sixth. Time is called as the pitcher took time delivering and time was asked for by Jennings at the plate. One strike to count. Pitch outside. Catcher looked to first as Mabry had a pretty good secondary lead there but elected not to throw. One ball, one strike, and a throw to first base. I don't know if it's my imagination. Maybe I'm getting old and grumpy or something. It seems like I'm seeing more throws to first base this weekend than normally you'll get in about half a season. I know that's not true, so I must be just getting old and grumpy. Ball low and inside. Two balls and a strike. Two one delivery. That's up and in. Gabe got hit by a pitch. I was about to say nipped by a pitch, but he just flat out got hit. It was not anything nippy about it. His first time up, that ball didn't miss him by much. Mabry at first with one out, and ball four is outside. So an opportunity perhaps brewing for the Blue Raiders. Mabry reaching on the error, and then Jennings getting the walk. And here's Luke Vincent. Luke facing Mamoli for the first time. Looking for his first hit of the afternoon. Center fielder stands in from the left side. Two on and one out in the Blue Raiders' sixth inning. Vincent a bunt, foul. Goes foul up along the first base side and back at the plate with a one strike count. Blue Raiders and Fairfield meeting for the first time as we mentioned earlier. One strike with Vincent. And pitches inside for a ball, one and one. JT Mabry at second base, Gabe Jennings at first. One one pitch is outside two balls one strike. Base hit would be nice here wouldn't it. 
Two balls, one strike, and a strike on the inside corner, two and two. Luke Vincent at the plate, Eston Snyder waiting on deck. The Raiders have had some chances. We're able to push across a couple into that fourth inning. 2-2 pitch, smash to first, fumbled by the first baseman. He'd better hustle, and he just did beat Luke Vincent. Luke gets down the line in a hurry. Bergevin bobbled the ball, and he dove to make the tag at first base, and Luke's foot was on its way down when he touched the bag. That's how close it was at first base. Runners move up, Mabry to third and Jennings to second. Time is called. As Bill Courier, the head coach, is going to the mound and going to make a pitching change here for Fairfield. So a pitching change in the middle of the inning for the Fairfield Stags coming up here with runners at second and third and two outs in this bottom of the sixth inning. Eston Snyder will be the batter when we come back after this pitching change break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% on an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher for Fairfield here in the bottom of the sixth. Blue Raiders having runners at second and third. And he is a right-hander, a freshman, Kevin Kelly, 6'1", 195, from Bluebell, Pennsylvania. So one freshman making his Fairfield debut, followed by another one, Jake Mamoli, an inning in two-thirds, no runs to this point, no hits, a walk, and no strikeouts. The two runners on base are his responsibility, but because of the error, should they score, they would be unearned. But the good thing is, is if they score, and we hope they do, it doesn't matter whether they are unearned or not. At least not to Blue Raiders. Here's Eston Snyder, double his last time up and a run batted in. Eston one for three, also scored in that two run fourth inning. 
Pitch on the way and a strike called from Kell. Mabry and Jennings, the base runners. Strike one pitch. Hit off the facing of the net by the Blue Raider dugout. Strike two. Blue Raiders looking for a two-out hit to get a run or two in this sixth inning. Pitch on the way, a swing and a breaking ball and strike three. Good, good breaking pitch from the right-hander. And for the Blue Raiders here in the sixth, no runs or hits, an error, and two left on base. We played six. Move to the seventh inning. Fairfield leads in this one, five to two. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. This broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Fairfield batting in the top of the seventh and leading 5-2 at the plate with a one-strike count is Ryan Strollo. Fouls this pitch up along the first baseline and strike two. Strollo a homer his last trip to the plate. That was in the fifth inning. Get one onto the boardwalk in right field. Hits this one on one sharp hop to DJ Wright. Hustling to first is James Sells and out at first base. Leadoff hitter retired in this seventh inning. So the totals through the first six. Fairfield five runs, seven hits, two errors, and four left. The Blue Raiders have two runs, five hits, no errors, and have stranded eight. 
One out for Griffin Watson. Two hits in this game and a run scored. He stole home on that end of a double steal in the first inning. First pitch a strike. Next one drifts outside. So ball one and strike one with this hitter. Watson is the left fielder for Fairfield. 1-1 down and in. Two balls and a strike. Each team has been retired in order just once. Fairfield in the third, the Blue Raiders in the fifth. Swing and a foul, and one and two. Watson at the plate stands in a 2-2 pitch. Bounce slowly to third. Jennings a strong throw, and he got him at first. Nice play by Gabe Jennings, and out at first base as a result. Not any opportunity to make one slight misstep or hesitation on that. Gabe did it flawlessly. So two outs as a result. And Matt Venuto is the batter. He has walked. Hit a fly ball to deep center and lined into a double play. So he's made some great contact, but uh, through three plate appearances and two times hitting the ball, not uh, anything to show for it. First pitch of ball to him. Sells next one on the way is outside. Two balls and no strikes. James came on in the fifth inning after the leadoff homer. Hit off of the starter, Kota Sato. Working here in the seventh. He was touched for a home run in the sixth. 3-0 pitch, strike called three and one. This ball is lifted high in the air into right center field. It is going to be long to Luke Vinson, who makes the catch, and that retires the side. Fairfield out in order in the seventh inning, and so seventh inning stretch time. Comes around here in South Carolina, and it finds the Fairfield Stags leading the Blue Raiders by a score of five to two. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. 
In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Bottom of the seventh, Blue Raiders trailing by three, and we'll send up Brett Coker, DJ Wright, and Jeremiah Boyd to face Kevin Kell. Kell came on to get the final out of the sixth inning and gets set to work here in the seventh. One change. And it's for Fairfield. They're, they have a new shortstop. Noah Lucier has gone in for Ferreira. Brett Coker, first ball swinging, hits a pop foul out of play here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Coker, Wright, and Boyd. Cal with a one-strike pitch. Brett takes and a ball. Brett has three hits today, three of the Blue Raiders' five, and a run batted in. That was in the fourth inning. Swing and a miss, strike two. Brett had a one-out single in the first, leadoff single in the third, and then the two-out RBI hit in the fourth. One-two pitch. Hit to left field in the air. It'll be caught coming in a step and over to his right is the left fielder Watson and one out. Coker retired for the first time today. Going three for four at the moment. Hopefully he'll have another chance to swing. DJ Wright is the batter. DJ has walked twice, grounded out. It's with the bases empty and one out in the bottom of the seventh inning. Takes a curveball and it's called strike in the outside corner. Next up will be Jeremiah Boyd. One strike to, ooh, it hit him, ouch. He is down on his hands and knees at the plate. I'm not sure if it got him off the neck or not. It certainly looked like it might have. But DJ is in quite a bit of discomfort. And he is down at the plate as he's going to get tended to. So it... It's not surprising, but anytime a player gets hurt, whatever sport it happens to be, it just makes things go quiet at the ballpark, especially as they're getting tended to. DJ is standing up and doing fine talking with the medical staff that has come out to check on him. And just see, I wonder if he won't be, well, 
<laughs> He's going to stay in the ball game. Yes, I like it. He's, he's wearing his hat, helmet rather oddly. It's like a perched on top of his head, which, but he's uh, gonna stay in. So right at first base, hit by a pitch. Gabe Jennings got hit earlier. Blue Raiders pitchers managed to hit four batters yesterday. I'm not sure. DJ has walked past first. And he's going to stay in. Okay. Okay. I'm kind of concerned there. I'm wondering if it hit him at the side of the face and maybe bloodied his lip a little bit. Anyway, the good news is he's in the game and at first base. And here's Jeremiah Boyd. Jeremiah lined to center his last time up. Pitch to him, swing and a miss. Boyd catching for the Blue Raiders in this morning's game. And Boyd is asked, he, he did something on that swing. So he's going to get checked. And I didn't see what. I'm wondering, something with his left hand. That, that's bothering him. He's getting checked by the trainer as well. So he's okay. Jeremiah gets back at the plate. Things have <laughs> come to a halt a little bit here. Ready to go right at first. And Boyd at the plate, swinging a foul, strike two with Jeremiah. Two strike count on the Blue Raider catcher. And the pitch on the way, hard smash through into left field for a base hit. Right, hit the ball hard past a diving third baseman. Jeremiah has hit safely in all three of his Blue Raider baseball games. And here's Jake Galloway. So. Hit by pitch, base hit. Jackson Galloway stands in, ground out, and a couple of fly balls to center for him. 
He hits with two on, one down. Stands in from the right side. Swing and a foul tip. That got the catcher. Second time the catcher Venuto has been nailed with a foul tip and neither time did it hit like the mask or helmet. It sounded like it was off the chest protector, shoulder pad, part of the chest protector. Set to go again. Kel ready to work to the Blue Raider Left fielder delivers a strike, 0-2. Runners take their leads as a two-strike pitch about to come from Kell. Galloway swing and a miss on a breaking ball. Kell came in and got Snyder on that same kind of breaking ball. Good down and away. That is his second strikeout. Blue Raider trainer Quinn McDonald has been busy in this inning. Fortunately, nothing has developed seriously, but he had to deal with D.J. Wright getting hit by a pitch and then an issue with the left hand from Jeremiah Boyd. And we're going to have a pinch hitter for Vitito. It is Briggs Rudder. So Rudder pinch hitting here in the seventh inning and will become the Blue Raiders designated hitter. Steps in from the right side, two on and two out. Takes inside for ball one. 5-2 Fairfield here in the bottom of the seventh. Rudder the pinch hitter for the Blue Raiders. Pitch to him in the dirt and doesn't get far enough away for the runners to be able to advance. Blocked partially by the catcher Venuto. And it just went a few feet outside of the dirt area around home plate off to the third base side. Two and oh with Briggs. Pitch on the way inside for ball three. So Cal has missed with three in a row. And Rudder's up there with an opportunity, a two out chance in this seventh inning. Already with his pitch and ball four. So Rudder came up to pinch hit, didn't get much of a chance to hit. He did not have anything that he could swing at. 
And so Briggs gets the walk that loads the bases. DJ Wright to third, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Boyd to second base, and Briggs Rudder at first for JT Mabry. JT stands in with the bases loaded. Oh, he got hit by a pitch. And that gets a run home for the Blue Raiders. Tough way to pick up a run batted in, but that makes it a five to three game. And the bases are still loaded with two outs. And the batter is Gabe Jennings. That's the second batter hit by Kell, and he is going to come out of the game. So we're going to have a pitching change here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Well, we've had a few of those today, haven't we? We'll take a pitching change break. New hurler coming in for Fairfield with the score Fairfield five and the Blue Raiders three here in the bottom of the seventh. Back to tell you about the new left-hander after this. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The new pitcher for Fairfield is a left-hander, Billy Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald is a senior from Bethpage, New York. And last year with this team made six appearances, had no record in six games. One of them was a start, worked a seven innings that kind of tells me that he might have had some injury issues last year so Fitzgerald comes in and becomes the fourth pitcher for Firefield here this now it is still this morning he follows Kevin Kell Kell an inning a run on a kit a walk and two strikeouts and the base runners are his responsibility so the Blue Raiders getting two hit by pitch batters and a walk plus a single from Boyd have gotten a run out of that and a chance to hopefully get more than that. Gabe Jennings is the batter. Gabe has been hit by a pitch. He has doubled, doubled to start a two run fourth and walked. JT Mabry getting the RBI on a hit by pitch. 
He's at first. Briggs Riders at second. Jeremiah Boyd is at third. Jennings takes and a strike on the first one to Gabe. Blue Raiders trail by two. One strike delivery, that's a called strike. Usually you don't see a called strike when the catcher has his glove outside the umpire's box on the ground at the back edge of the batter's box, but every once in a while you do. Two strikes to Jennings. Pitch on the way, way up high, ball one, and strike two. With one out, Wright was hit by a pitch. Boyd singled with two outs. Vitato, our rugs batting, Briggs Rudder batting for Vitato walked. And then Mabry hit by a pitch. Here's a line drive to center. It's in there for a base hit. Short hopped, one run scores. Another runner coming to the plate, and we are tied at five. Gabe Jennings, a sinking line drive. Excellent effort by Strollo, the center fielder, but it short hopped his glove. And Gabe Jennings, with his second hit of this game, drives in his first runs of the year. And we're all even at 5-5 in the bottom of the seventh. So we're going to have a pinch hitter for the Blue Raiders. Batting for the first time, let's see. Uh, Cam Johnson is going to be the pinch hitter for Luke Vincent. Two on and two outs and three in, a pitch in the dirt. The runners are gonna move up to second and third. Cam is a sophomore as far as eligibility. He comes to the Blue Raiders from Dyersburg State Community College and he's from Seymour, Tennessee. First Blue Raider at bat. He drills one into right center field, down for a base hit. Two runs are gonna score, and it's seven to five, Blue Raiders. Wow. Cam Johnson coming in and driving in two runs with a two out pinch hit. So this has been quite an inning. It's been a five-run inning for the Blue Raiders. As they have just kept working it and working it. A lot of opportunities early and finally hits following hits and hit by pitches and walks and hits. It works out well. Seven to five Blue Raiders in the bottom of the seventh. 
Eston Snyder, an RBI double in four at-bats and a run scored is the batter. 7-5 Blue Raiders. This one has turned around on a five-run bottom of the seventh inning. Runner going, a ball is popped up on the infield. It will be the third baseman, Pagliarini, who makes the catch to retire the side. But you can tell there's some Blue Raider fans here, can't you? Blue Raiders send nine to the plate here in this bottom of the seventh inning, score five runs on three hits. There were no errors and one man is left on base. So brand new look to this game as we go to inning number eight. Blue Raiders now lead seven to five. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Five run inning. Wow. That was fun, fun when it's your team having the five run inning, and the Blue Raiders just did in the seventh. Seven to five Blue Raiders as we move along to the top of the eighth inning. Mike Bacchetti, second baseman for Fairfield is the hitter. Lifts one out of play and after a ball, that one is strike one. Cam Johnson stays in the game and will play right field. And then Eston Snyder moves to center field here in the top of the eighth. A ball and two and one with this batter. Chetty has grounded out twice, struck out, so 0 for 3 at this point. 2-1 pitch, bouncing ball deep short. Coker a long, strong throw, nice play. And out number one here to start the top of the eighth inning. Kota Sato made his Blue Raider debut on the mound today. Went the first four innings plus a batter in the fifth. James Sells came on in relief and so James is working here. Five runs, seventh inning. And some really big two out base hits. 
One strike, the count on Pagliarini and a called strike two. All the runs scoring, all five of those runs scored after two outs. Ball outside, one and two. You had Wright and Boyd on the bases with two outs. Rudder, a pinch hit walk. Mabry hit by a pitch to drive in a run. And Jennings singled home two, and Johnson singled home two. Pitch low and inside. Two balls and two strikes. Leadoff man retired in the top of the eighth inning. And we've ticked over into the afternoon, at least here in the Eastern time zone. 2-2 pitch in the dirt, ball three and strike two. So the count's gone from 0-2 to 3-2. Pagliarini, an infield hit and a home run. So two for three, two runs scored, run batted in. 3-2 pitch to him. Sails to the backstop. So Pagliarini at the plate, no balls and two strikes. The next four pitches, none of them were close enough to even have a check swing on. He's at first base with a one-out walk. And the batter is Mac, Matt Bergevin. Bergevin, a two-run homer to dead center field. Back in the fourth inning is one for three. Takes and a ball. Rudder at first, one out in the Fairfield eighth inning. Pickoff play to first, runner back in. Bergevin bats from the right side. He's the first baseman for the Stags. 1-0 pitch, ball two is low. Two balls and no strikes. Action in both bullpens, left-hander and a right-hander throwing for the Blue Raiders there in the left-field bullpen. And Fairfield has a right-hander warming up. 2-0 pitch, ball three. Strike zone has proved elusive right now for James. He'd like to get some strikes in there. He's missed with seven straight. He had, prior to that, retired six in a row. And he's walked consecutive hitters on four pitches. Except the first one had an 0-2 count, but he's missed with eight straight now. And quickly... Fairfield has a threat going. Two walks runners at first and second base. Jeremiah Boyd, the catcher, goes out to the mound to talk to his pitcher. And 
I'm wondering if when he gets back to the mound, we might see Coach Myers make a trip. Well, not at the moment. Sometimes when you see the catcher take that long with the pitcher, it's um, your head coach has said, hey, ah, well, giving him the signal to go out and stall for a little bit while somebody warms up. Then you'll have the switch after that. And ball one is inside to Mike Handel. Mike, a single and two at-bats plus a walk. Two on, one out, top of the eighth inning. Pitch outside is a ball. So that's 10 in a row that have missed out of the strike zone and that was started preceded by an 0-2 count on a hitter. So I'm not sure what's going on because James normally has pretty decent control. That pitch breaks the string at 10. A strike on the outside corner. And you know what the Blue Raiders could use here is a nice 6-4-3 or 4-6-3 double play. Take your pick. Two and one with this batter. Pickoff play to second. And safe. Handle at the plate, two balls and a strike as he hits here in the top of the eighth inning. A 2-1 pitch, that's high for ball three. So I'm hearing Batting practice, I'll talk about it in a minute. Here's a 3-1 pitch, fouled back, 3-2. They have a bat hitting facility. It's an open-air hitting facility that's covered beyond the center field, left center field wall, and the teams that are coming in to play the next game, which should be Coastal and VCU, or take one of them or both of them are taking batting practice, and so I'm hearing this, all of this going on while the game's going on. I'm easily distracted. There is strike three called. He nailed the outside corner. That was a tough pitch, and James did it. Big strikeout. His first, and now there are two outs. And I, I liked his reaction after that just now. He went to the rosin bag and slammed it down. Uh, that's, that's a good approach. So two on and two outs now. Here's Nick Storino, the designated hitter. Sells, delivers, and close pitch, but ball one. Storino a walk and a ground out, a strikeout. He hits with two on and two outs. It's a line drive to center. It's going to fall for a base hit, and it gets by Fitzgerald, and it's going to tie the game, and he's going to end up at 
third and then slides off the bag and is out. But in the meantime, he just hit a game tying two-run double with two outs in the top of the eighth inning. And so we will look at a brand new look on this game here as we go to the bottom of the eighth. It's 7-7 in the middle of the eighth. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Well, the Blue Raiders have a big five-run inning in the seventh. All the runs scoring with two outs to take a two-run lead. And it didn't quite match that in terms of numbers of runs, but with the damage being done with two outs, Fairfield gets a two-out, two-run double from their designated hitter and ties the game at 7-7. And we have a fifth pitcher now for Fairfield coming in out of the into the game. He is a right-hander, Grant Smeltzer. Smeltzer is a sophomore from York, Pennsylvania, one of their better pitchers last year as he appeared 11 times, three as a starter. Didn't have any record, but a very good 3.66 earned run average. So something of significance starting to come to four here is, and it's only potential significance, and that is the time of game. I was informed that there is a curfew, if you will, for the to allow the teams to have time to make their flight of uh, basically uh, 1245. Brett Coker, the batter, hits one high, hits one deep to left, and caught on the warning track by the center fielder, Strollo. It's funny, that ball, when it left the bat, looked like it was going to go well, but not that far, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, this ball might be traveling even further, but as it turned out, it did not. And an out leadoff batter retired in the eighth. So what it means is with this game, it could time could prove a factor as far as to how far we will get to go. And of course that always makes late scoring more significantly. The five run seventh for the Blue Raiders and the two runs in the eighth for Fairfield. 
Strike called to D.J. Wright after looking at the pitch out of the strike zone. One and one with D.J. Hit by a pitch and scored in the seventh. He's also walked twice today. Ball way outside. Two and one with Wright. Seven, seven games, seven runs on eight hits for both teams. Pitch down for a ball. Three and one. DJ bats from the right side. And ball four is just low. He's had quite an interesting afternoon. DJ Wright has been on base four times to the plate five times, but only one official at bat. That's when he grounded out, but he's walked three times and been hit by a pitch. That doesn't hurt your on base percentage in the least, does it? Here's Jeremiah Boyd, single in the seventh inning. Pickoff play at first in the dirt, knocked down nicely by Bergevin. Jeremiah has now hit in three straight games. JT Mabry is the only other Blue Raider to hit in the, safely in the first two. Maybe he can get a chance here. Takes a strike and strike one. Boyd, the Blue Raider catcher here in this game today. No to first, DJ back in. Seven, seven in the eighth inning. Each team with eight base hits. Smetzer working here in this inning. And a strike called one and two. Jeremiah home run on Friday. Lifts this one high and foul over by the first base dugout. It is going to just get over the screen and out of play. Both the first baseman Bergevin and the catcher Venuto were right there. Either of them had the stands been back about four or five feet would have had a play. So a strike with Jeremiah. One two pitch hammered to center field, but it will stay up and get caught by the center fielder Strollo. Second time in this game that Jeremiah Boyd has lined it to center field. So two outs and Jackson Galloway is the hitter. The left fielder, 
Galloway in this game looking for his first hit. Hit the ball well a couple of times to center field. Hits with the runner at first and one out here in the bottom of the eighth. Pickoff throw at first. That was close, but usually when you get tagged on the belt, you're safe, and, and that was the case. Galloway waits for a pitch. Gonna have to wait a little longer. Another throw to first base. Seven-seven game for the Blue Raiders in the bottom of the eighth inning. A throw to first. That one almost got away. Nice play by the first baseman to save an error. Most pitching coaches I know get kind of concerned about this kind of throws to first. It's like worry about the hitter. There are two outs. Runner goes, the pitch is low, the throw to second is not in time and a stolen base for D.J. Wright. Of course, uh, People who are inclined to steal bases are going to watch your move a little bit and might get a pretty good read and get a good jump as a result. And that's exactly what D.J. Wright did there and getting a stolen base. So he's at second with two outs. It's a big stolen base. Big opportunity. Strike to Galloway. One and one. Pitch outside to Jackson, two balls and a strike. Blue Raiders have five runs, seventh inning to come from behind. And now Fairfield has come from behind to tie it with a two run eighth. We're in the bottom of the eighth. Pitch outside a ball and three balls and a strike. Jackson Galloway can keep this eighth inning going. Briggs Rudder will get a chance to bat. Three balls and a strike. Here's the pitch. That's ball four, and that brings up Rudder. So a pair of walks in the inning. And time is called as head coach Bill Currier goes to the mound, and I think he's going to make a pitching change. Amazing thing about this game is, is with all the in-inning pitching changes that we've had, um, it's moved along at the pace it is. It's still heading towards three hours, and we're not out of the eighth inning, but... Uh, Pitching changes can keep us busy for a while. So we got a pitching change for Fairfield here in the bottom of the eighth. 
two on and two outs for the Blue Raiders in a 7-7 game. And after this break, we'll be back. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Another pitching change for Fairfield and their new pitcher, their sixth of this game, is a right-hander, Luke Marshall. Marshall is a graduate student and has come from Swampscott, Massachusetts. He's a right-hander, 6'4", 220, so this is his first appearance. For Fairfield. So he comes in with runners at first and a second. And two outs, and he'll face Briggs Rudder. Briggs came on as a pinch hitter in the seventh inning, walked on four straight pitches, and was part of the scoring in that five-run seventh. So we'll see what happens here. D.J. Wright at second, Jackson Galloway at first. Rudder takes and a strike. Six pitchers for Fairfield this afternoon. Briggs batting from the right side, swinging a foul back and strike two. Seven, seven, bottom of the eighth. Here we go, two strike pitch coming. Runners are going, the pitch is way outside and the double steal is successful. Through a curveball, great pitch to go on where the catcher has to lunge for it. And runners at second and third as a result. One-two pitch way outside again. It was a nice pickup by the catcher Venuto. Two balls and two strikes. Oh, 
Marshall looking in, ready with the pitch. Curveball is outside and low, and ball three. So full count. Rudder showing good patience on that last pitch, especially. Full count delivery. Hit a ground ball to short. And the throw to first is just in time to retire the side. So, two out opportunity didn't quite develop. No runs or hits. Two left for the Blue Raiders as we go to the ninth inning. Score all tied. Fairfield seven, Blue Raiders seven. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Okay, we move to the ninth inning, a 7-7 game. And as we know, uh, I mentioned we have a time limit on the game because of the flights, or actually the flight that will have both Fairfield and the Blue Raiders. Um, so no inning will start after 12 12- 45 Central Time or Eastern Time. It's 12:30 here on the official time. So, if it should end, well, it depends when the ninth inning would end and what the score would be. My favorite ninth inning is when the Blue Raiders don't have to bat in the bottom of the ninth inning, but that's not going to be the case today. First pitch is strike one from James Sells, and the second one is outside. The shortstop, Nolan Lucier, is the batter. He lines one to right field. That's a base hit. Johnson will get to the ball, fires to second base as he goes into second. Lucier sliding with a double. That's his first at bat. In this game, he went into play shortstop in the seventh. So just like that, the go-ahead run on base for Fairfield here in the top of the ninth inning. James Sells came on in the fifth and works in the ninth. Ryan Strollo, the center fielder, is the hitter. One for four, and that one was a home run. Bunts here out and foul. Trying to get that runner to third base. 
Actually, the cloudy sky is, I'm not going to say it's sunny, but it's lightning. It's lighter. You know how clouds are, sometimes dark and low, and almost looks like some sun's wanting to come in. One strike with this hitter. Shows bunt, takes the ball, 1-0. and oh. Seven seven game in the ninth. Blue Raiders trailed until the seventh, a five run seventh, took the lead and then Fairfield came back and tied it. Here's a nice bunt to third. Jennings falls down, slipped and fell. It was going to be probably no play anyway. It was that good of a bunt. And then when Gabe's feet went out from under him, that took care of that. So a bunt single and first and third with nobody out for Fairfield in the ninth inning. Brings up the left fielder, Griffin Watson. Blue Raiders have to pull the infield in here with the go-ahead run at third. Watson takes and a called strike. One strike pitch outside, ball one and strike one. Double and a bunt single on a sacrifice attempt and runners at first and third for Fairfield with nobody out in the top of the ninth inning. One one pitch base hit to center field. On going to third is Strollo so they change places. Make it eight to seven, first and third, and still nobody out. RBI for Watson. Lucier scores. And it brings up the catcher, Matt Venuto. Hit the ball well three times, 0 for three otherwise. And time call, Coach Jerry Myers is going to the mound. And no signal yet to the bullpen, and they have. The Blue Raiders are going to go to the bullpen and make a pitching change. So we go to the bullpen here as Fairfield has scored a run to take the lead and has runners at first and third with still nobody out in the top of the ninth inning. Pitching change for the Blue Raiders. We'll take a pitching change break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU the University of Opportunities.
Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. New pitcher for the Blue Raiders is a left-hander, Cole Torbett, and he is making his Blue Raider debut. Cole is from Johnson City, Tennessee, went to Science Hill High School. And so we are getting to see him, and he's getting his first action as a Blue Raider. And he's coming in in a heck of a mess. A run's already scored, runners at first and third, and nobody out. And that's, uh, that's just a challenging situation, particularly in the ninth inning. With no innings starting after 12.45 local time, and it's 12.37 now, so... Of course, it would be a moot point if the Blue Raiders, you know, you wouldn't start a 10th inning if the Blue Raiders were trailing after nine, would you? Um, anyway, this will be the last inning played regardless. Pitch in the dirt, runner goes to second base. And that will go as a wild pitch. So runners at second and third now, and nobody out for Fairfield. Cole Torbert working for the Blue Raiders. 1-0 pitch. Strike called fastball in the outside corner. James sells four plus innings. Four runs, six hits, three walks, a strikeout. And James responsible for the two runners on base. Ball bounced out, uh, bounced foul. It hit the base, the batter in the batter's box. A foul ball as it rolled in out in front of home plate. And strike two. Catcher Matt Venuto hitting for Fairfield. They're trying to get out of here with a win. And if they do, then that means the Blue Raiders get out of this three-game series with a win as well. Like to have two. Pitch outside, and that's why you have the ninth inning. That's why you need to get 27 outs. 2-2 with this hitter. Of course, the key is to keep this damage to as minimal amount as possible. And it's not happening. There's a line drive base hit into center field. Just one run will score. And first and third and still only one out. So four straight hits for Fairfield. And runners at first and third, and still nobody out. 
And ahead by a nine to seven score now. Slow bouncer to short, bobbled by Coker. He'll have no play and it'll load the bases. See how that goes, but in any case, the bases are loaded. That's going to go, well, see. Yeah, that's going to be an infield hit. Kind of thought it might be. Because where the ball was hit, hardly any chance to make a play anyway. So, Taliarini, the third baseman, is the batter. Bases loaded, no outs. Strike call. So this ninth inning has started with five straight hits for Fairfield. Two runs are in, three runners on base. Smash, fair, into the right field corner. One run is going to score. A second runner is across the plate and they'll hold the other runner at third on the double for Pagliarini, who now has three RBIs on the day. And Fairfield has opened it up with a big four-run ninth inning and still an opportunity to get more with runners at second and third. The batter is Matt Bergevin. Swing and a miss and strike one. So I hadn't had this thought until just now, but you will recall in Friday's game, the Blue Raiders took a 14 to two lead into the ninth inning. They won that game but gave up six ninth inning runs after two outs. So, and then of course the Blue Raiders didn't pitch in the ninth inning yesterday because the home team won. So the ninth inning has not been kind to Blue Raider pitching. Back to the last 14 hitters, 13 of them have reached. Here's a drive, deep left field. Three-run homer. Holy cow. Matt Bergevin, who had a two-run homer earlier, has just hit a three-run homer here. He has five runs batted in on the game, and it's 14 to seven in favor of Fairfield. They have had seven straight hits in this inning, still nobody out. Fourteen to seven is the score. Torbett working and he's facing Mike Handel Handle one for three and a walk, swing and a miss, and strike one. 
Two strikes after the swing and a miss, and Tarbert with another pitch, swing and a foul back. Still two strikes, bases empty now after seven runs across the plate. A ball is low, and one and two. Handle bats from the left side, he's the right fielder. Takes outside, two balls and two strikes. Next pitch is outside and ball two, two balls, two strikes. Swinging a foul out of play. Full count delivery from the Blue Raider left-hander. Base hit into left field. Time is called. Coach Jerry Myers is going to go out to the mound. Nothing going on in the bullpen right now. But Torbett, and there was somebody, that's because the pitcher was ready to come in. So the Blue Raiders are going to make another pitching change here in the ninth inning. Eight straight have come to the plate. And all eight of them have hit safely. So a pitching change for the Blue Raiders. We'll be back to tell you about the new pitcher after we take this timeout. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Who we got? New pitcher for the Blue Raiders is freshman right-hander Patrick Johnson. Patrick from Chattanooga, Tennessee, went to Baylor School there, graduated and had a 14-3 record while pitching at high school in Chattanooga. And so Patrick Johnson, the freshman right-hander, comes on in relief here. He becomes the fourth Blue Raider pitcher and replaces Cole Torbett, who had replaced James Sells earlier 
in this inning. Kota Sato started this game. And it has opened up hugely in favor of Fairfield here in the ninth inning. They have sent eight men to the plate so far, and all eight of them have base hits. I don't think I've ever seen that. I mean, maybe I have, but you know how the mind is. Pitch in the dirt from Johnson. Patrick Johnson on in relief in this ninth inning. 14 to seven Fairfield, a seven run top of the ninth. Still nobody out. Runner at first base. Swing and a foul back and strike one. Nick Storino is the hitter and knowing well, not just baseball players, knowing people like they are, I can assure you if he does not get a hit here, he will be teased just a bit from spoiling a perfect inning of batting for his team. He hits this one high in the air to deep left center field and caught by Jackson Galloway. That ball was at the edge of the warning track in left center where Galloway made the catch for the first out of the inning. Noah Lussier, the shortstop who came in, in to play shortstop in the seventh inning, opened this inning with a double a half an hour ago. He's the batter now with a runner at first and one out, ball one, is outside. Lucier bats from the right side. Pickoff throw to first to get the runner back. Sending started with a double, then a bunt single. Then an RBI single, an RBI single, an infield hit to load the bases. A two-run double, a three-run homer. And then a single after the home run for the runner at first. One ball and one strike. Swing and a foul down along the right field line. The uh, VCU Rams who are going to play the host team Coastal Carolina are in all of the beach chairs in, along the right field foul line. It's not a bad place to watch a game. A one-two pitch lined into center field for a base hit. So Lucier has a base hit. Runners at first and second, one out. Top of the order, and Ryan Strollo, the batter. Strollo, a bunt single in this inning, a home run earlier.
Johnson works, swinging a foul back and strike one. Patrick Johnson, fourth pitcher used by the Blue Raiders. Three of them have worked to hitters in this ninth inning. Swing and a miss, strike two. Fairfield got a first inning run. Each team got two in the fourth, so 3-2 Fairfield after four. Fairfield single runs in the fifth and sixth to take a 7-5 to five lead. The Blue Raiders had a five-run seventh to go ahead 8-7. to seven. Or, I'm sorry, 7-5. to five. Here's a ball hit down the line in left, a foul ball, and it'll get out of play. But it has been all Fairfield bats since then. They tied the game in the eighth inning with two outs and now have scored seven runs here in the ninth inning. Still only one out and two runners on base. Two strikes the count with the center fielder, Ryan Strollo. Two-strike pitch, high for a ball, one and two. Blue Raiders open at home against Southeast Missouri this Tuesday. Three o'clock game at Reese Smith Jr. Field. A ball inside, two and two. Johnson works from the stretch. Checks his runner at second base briefly. Delivers a pitch that's hit to center field. Back and making the catch is Snyder. Runner tagging and going to third. Handle at third. The runner, Lucier, stays at first. And so first and third for base runners. And the left fielder, Griffin Watson is the batter. He had an RBI single to break the 7-7 tie earlier in this inning. First and third, two outs, two on, seven in. That's the bad part. One strike as he throws a, looks at a fastball on the outside corner. Johnson from the set position, he's ready to go. One strike in the dirt, runner will go to second base as the ball was blocked by Boyd. Kept the runner at third from scoring, but the runner at first was able to get to second. So runners at second and third with two down. Pitch on the way and is hit to right field. 
coming in and making the catch is Johnson and that retires the side. Quite a ninth inning for Fairfield. They had seven runs on nine hits, no errors, and two left on base. Fairfield a seven run ninth leads by seven as we head to the bottom of inning number nine. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Well, that was a tough ninth inning, wasn't it? Seven runs crossed the plate before anybody was retired, actually. Eight straight hits to start it. And, you know, back to that seventh inning when the Blue Raiders had scored five to take the lead, and it was all very. Wow, this is great, six outs to go. And since then, nine runs have scored for Fairfield. So it is a 14 to seven game. As a result, Fairfield leading the Blue Raiders as we head to the bottom of the ninth inning. And a new pitcher for Fairfield. Their seventh pitcher of this game. And the new pitcher is a left-hander, Ryan Smith. He is a freshman, 5'8", 180, from Terrytown, New York. So the Blue Raiders get set to bat. J.T. Mabry will lead off. He'll be followed by Gabe Jennings and then Cam Johnson. 14-7 the score in the bottom of the ninth. JT hammers the first pitch into left center field for a base hit. He will take a big turn, but it's played nicely out there by Strollo, and JT has a leadoff single. And so he joins Jeremiah Boyd as the two Blue Raiders who have hit safely in the first three games. Gabe Jennings has had a good game at the plate. Been on base every time. He had a double and scored in the fourth, a two-run single and then scored in the seventh inning. Also been hit by a pitch and walked. Fouls one out of play here. So Mabry with a leadoff single. Ready, 
So looking at the two ninth innings, the Blue Raiders have pitched in this weekend, Friday and this one, have given up 13 runs. And in, in different directions, the six that scored Friday were all after two outs. The seven that scored here today were before anybody was retired and came on seven straight hits. And they had eight straight in that this top of the ninth for Fairfield, but that was after the three-run homer. Two and one, Jennings takes. And a ball high, three balls and a strike with the Blue Raider third baseman. Three balls and a strike, and the pitch on the way. Jennings hits one high to left. That is back to the wall and into the bullpen for a two-run homer. And a nice sliding catch by the somebody in the bullpen. It looked like the bullpen, whoever is the bullpen catcher today, as Gabe Jennings keeps his very good afternoon going and makes the seven-run ninth even more painful. Gabe with four runs batted in, three hits, and three runs scored. And so now it is 14 to nine in favor of Fairfield. Cam Johnson had a big two out, two run Single as a pinch hitter, his initial at-bat as a Blue Jay. Hits for the second time. Blue Raiders. Oh, I said it three times, didn't I, Chip? Here's a slow bouncer to second, and the throw to first, not in time. Save. Infield hit for Cam Johnson. So a single homer and single for the Blue Raiders. Top of the order and here's Eston Snyder, a double in five at bats, run batted in and a run scored. Snyder takes and ball one. 14 to nine game. In the ninth inning. There's a line drive, nice leaping grab at first base for Bergevin and he steps on the bag and has a double play. That's a tough double play. And now there are two outs and the base is empty in the bottom of the ninth inning. Here's Brett Coker, three hits for Brett. Hit the ball solidly the other two times, deep fly balls to left and left center. He has a run batted in. Takes down low for ball one. 14-9 is the score in the bottom of the ninth inning. 1-0 pitch, down and in, ball two. 
was a good play by Bergevin at first on that line drive. Coker, two balls, no strikes. Ball three is low and inside. That ball left the bat. I was thinking double. And runners at second and third at least. 3-0, and oh, ball four. Brett Coker on base again with a walk this time. Four times reaching base for the Blue Raiders shortstop. And we're going to have a pitching change here in the bottom of the ninth inning for Fairfield, which our board engineer today, Connor Haynes, is he's got to be wondering how many pitching changes do you normally have in one of these games? Anyway, we've got another one for you, Connor. Blue Raiders trailing 14-9, batting in the bottom of the ninth, pitching change for Fairfield, and we'll be back. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Well, the eighth pitcher for Fairfield is completing his warmups. He is a junior right hander, 6'8. 240 pounds from Madison, Connecticut. His name is Emmett Tolls. So you know if you, you're called on to relieve in, in a game when you've got a seven-run lead and they've got to take you out, you've got to be frustrated. And I'm sure Ryan Smith is a little bit for the Stags. Tolls in, and he's facing D.J. Wright. First pitch to DJ is a ball. Runner at first base, Brett Coker with two outs. Strike called on a 1-1 count. Or now we have a 1-1 count. 14-9 Fairfield here in the bottom of the ninth. One on, two down for the Blue Raiders. DJ a swing and a foul off to the right side out of play. Gabe Jennings, a two-run homer in this inning. 
1-2 pitch in the dirt. Blocked nicely by the catcher. So 2-2. Two two. DJ's walked, walked, grounded to third, been hit by a pitch, and walked here today. A couple of stolen bases. 2-2. Two, two, hot smash. Base hit into left center field. So Wright gets a base hit. And the Blue Raiders now have two base runners. And with two outs, here's Jeremiah Boy. The only reason there are any outs or there are outs is because of the really great catch on the line drive turned into a double play at first base by Bergevin. Ball that was ticketed for the right field corner. So two on and two outs. Jeremiah Boyd in this game. One for five, two line drive outs to center field. Got a base hit in that five run seventh inning. Catcher stands in, a ball and no strikes. Swing and a miss. And one and one. Seven run top of the ninth inning is the difference here for Fairfield. They lead with the Blue Raiders scoring twice now by five. Hard ground ball, second base has it and out at first to end the game. Fairfield gets this one for the Blue Raiders. Two runs on four hits, no errors, and two left here in the bottom of the night. Final score from this morning slash now this afternoon's game, Fairfield 14, Blue Raiders 9. We'll be back on the postgame show to wrap it up. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.